Good afternoon and happy Friday. Ruby DeLuna here from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle with a roundup of today's top stories. It's Friday, January 26th. Almost three weeks after Boeing's 737 MAX 9 jet was grounded by the FAA, Alaska Airlines sent its first one back into service today. Alaska Flight 1146 took off from SeaTac for San Diego earlier this afternoon, part of a group of MAX 9s that got federally mandated final inspections before returning to the skies. Alaska executives said yesterday they hope to have all 65 of their MAX 9s back in service by the end of next week. In the meantime, another air carrier is looking to change things up when it comes to buying 737 MAX jets. Southwest Airlines says it's taken the smaller 737 MAX 7 out of its 2024 plans. The planes still need to be certified to fly, and that was supposed to happen by spring. But the engine's anti-ice system has yet to meet certain safety standards. So Southwest has taken the MAX 7 out of this year's rotation. Seattle City Council President Sarah Nelson is weighing in on looming money problems. Nelson says she's looking at existing revenue and spending as Seattle faces a projected budget shortfall of $229 million next year. I'm talking about let's see how much money we've got in all these different funds and what are the programs that we have to keep funding, etc. How can we work with the resources that we've got? Nelson says she's focused on what's working, what isn't, and protecting workers. Asked about revenue from the jumpstart tax on big business payrolls, Nelson says everything is on the table. She says she wants to hear more about Mayor Bruce Harrell's plans, but there'll be hard choices ahead. Nelson appeared on KUOW's Week in Review today. You can hear the full conversation at KUOW.org. Get ready for a stretch of soaking rains and warmer temperatures. There's a decent chance at 60. Uh, I think the record for Seattle, at least come Sunday, is 58. So we'll be looking to tie it, if not exceed it, by a couple of degrees. Ooh, that's National Weather Service forecaster Maddie Christel. She says the first in a series of atmospheric rivers is on its way to western Washington tonight and will last through next week. The Seattle-Tacoma area could see a couple of inches of rain over Saturday and Sunday, with snow levels rising above 7,000 feet. There's a potential for river flooding. Forecasters say next week, the Olympic Peninsula could see more than a foot of rain. representing 100,000 grocery workers, continues to oppose the merger between Kroger and Albertsons. Under the deal, more than 400 stores would be sold to comply with antitrust regulations. John Marshall is with UFCW 3000. He says they're skeptical the buyer, CNS Wholesale Grocers, has the capacity to expand in new regions. He notes that CNS currently operates 23 stores and just one pharmacy. The complexity required to operate a chain of hundreds of retail pharmacies is just simply not something that we believe CNS certainly does not have now, and we don't think they're going to be able to achieve that in a relatively short period of time. 
Last week, Washington Attorney General Bob Ferguson filed a lawsuit to block the merger. Kroger and Albertsons currently make up half of all grocery sales in Washington. The companies say merging is needed to survive rivals like Walmart and Amazon. All six of the Republican-backed policy initiatives in Washington are moving forward. The Secretary of State's office notified the legislature yesterday that the final initiative, which concerns letting people opt out of the state's long-term care payroll tax, have been certified. That means all six proposals received enough signatures from Washington voters to be considered by lawmakers. The measures will almost certainly go to voters in November. Several of the initiatives would roll back policies passed by the democratically controlled legislature. They include limits on police car chases and key parts of the state's Climate Commitment Act and the state's capital gains tax. Seattle is getting an influx of federal money to build more rapid-ride bus service in Seattle. Today, Mayor Bruce Harrell announced Seattle will get more than $64 million for the project. The new J-Line will connect downtown and the University District with stops in South Lake Union and East Lake. The project will also install protected bike lanes and plant more than 100 new trees. Service on the new bus line is expected to begin in 2027. And that's a wrap from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst. I'm Ruby DeLuna. We'll be back on Monday with another episode. Have a great weekend. 